Day two of Grizzlies training camp in the books. We'll talk about what was an ugly day. Plus, Tony Allen did what? And Grizzlies promotional calendar revealed all the fun stuff, all the strange stuff, every single one. That's on the way as you are locked on Grizzlies. Locked on Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the September 29th edition of Locked on Grizzlies. I'm your host, Peter Edmiston. A lot to get to today after day two of Grizzlies training camp. We'll talk about uh, a number of different subjects there. As always, if you want to get in touch with me, you can. You can hit me up on Twitter. That's the easiest way to do it. I am at a Peter Edmiston. I'd love to hear from you. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. We've had a lot of great feedback already uh, from the first two episodes. And if you ever want to throw out anything to me, any kind of comment, anything like that, please feel free to do so, and I will get to it on the show uh, if I can. So please, you want to throw that in? We'll, we'll do a little mailbag segment uh, as time goes on and we, we start to kind of get the, a little rhythm on this thing. So please feel free to uh, shoot me uh, any comment you want. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, you can hear me on Sports 56 WHBQ uh, every morning, 7 to 10, Wolo and Peter in the morning. You can also read me periodically in the Commercial Appeal as a contributor for the Numbers Game portion. Uh, that will be coming back sometime during preseason, and then we'll be weekly throughout the year, uh, maybe even more than weekly. We'll just kind of have to see how the schedule goes, but... That's going to be the plan uh, so far. So you want to get in touch, you can email me uh, at my uh, Sports 56 address for now. That is peter at sports56whbq.com. I will, in due time, uh, get a separate account for all the locked on emails. But for now, just go ahead and, 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 and shoot me an email there if you feel the need to do that. Or, as I said, again, on Twitter, at Peter Edmiston. Uh, that's a great way to get in touch with me as well. Day two of Grizzlies training camp was, well, I'll let uh, head coach David Fisdale tell you how it was. It was no highlights today. <laughs> it was pretty ugly, actually, and uh, I expected that after our first double day. You know, we went pretty hard yesterday for both sessions, um, so I expected the ball to fly around the gym a little bit. Uh, I expected the execution to be a little off. Uh, but I just wanted to see if they could power through it and if they can regain their composure throughout the practice, and they did that. I guess that's to be expected, right? And today, to kind of give you uh, a little rundown on the inner workings or, or on the kind of the schedule, he Fisdale had them yesterday doing uh, kind of a big, long, single practice, whereas... In the, some of the other days this week, like back on Tuesday, it was a two-a-day. So two different practice sessions uh, and then one yesterday. So that was kind of the you know part of the reason why I think you saw a little bit of ugly play. Plus, as time goes on, you're seeing the real emphasis already. And, and we are early in this process, sure. But you are seeing a real emphasis being placed on basic defense early on, and in particular, communication on defense, which makes a lot of sense. Now, you guys know, if you're listening, you're a a big fan, you're an NBA fan, you're a Grizzlies fan, so you know 
communication is absolutely paramount when it comes to defense in particular. And teams have different calls, different terminology for some of the same stuff. The way you handle certain pick-and-roll coverages might have many different names across the league. It's a similar thing, but you call it a bunch of different uh, names. Well, learning those names, Fisdell compared it to like you know learning a, a different language, like you know if you're learning Spanish, French, whatever. He said it's kind of like that because you you have to train your brain to think of one thing that you've called this. Now all of a sudden you've got to call it that. And when you hear somebody say that, well, that really refers to the other thing. Well, okay, how do I get all that synthesized in my brain? That that takes time. Some guys grasp it quicker than others. One thing that you heard a lot from from David Fisdale today and in the last few days, and even going back to some of the introductory stuff that he did over the summer, uh, the word is connected. He talked about learning how to be connected, getting guys connected, having them stay connected. Uh, and part of this goes back to what we were talking about with the the language and learning how to speak. But also, it's more than that. It's about playing together. I asked David Fisdale, what does it mean when you talk about wanting your guys to get connected? Well, again, a big part of it, developing leadership, I think, is letting them figure it out. Making them go up to each other eye to eye and have discussions about what went wrong. Instead of me jumping in every time, correcting every single thing, I encourage them to help each other to discuss things to solve problems. And through that, you find that guys build connection, they build trust, you build leadership. And so, like I said, these guys are already doing that without me necessarily having to push them to that. So that's been an exciting part of camp. I love stuff like that. I'm a big believer in teaching your guys, treating them like adults, not overcoaching, especially at the NBA. These are professionals. And these guys, especially with this team, so many guys have been together for so long that the core group is the core group that, you know, David Fisdale, I think, is absolutely right to let them learn and develop their own thing. Now, he's holding them accountable, and he's really giving them clear expectations of what he wants to see, but he's letting them solve the problems on the court. That's only going to be a good thing when the season goes on and you've got crises that occur you know that your guys are going to be able to handle it on the spot. For what it's worth, Fisdale said the standout performer in practice on Wednesday was James Ennis. And James Ennis, you know, depending on what happens with Chandler Parsons, you know, there are going to be minutes there for Ennis or someone else to to soak up. So his aggression, his defensive ability, the versatility, the fact that he can do a lot of different things. All of that really played well with David Fisdale. And, you know, I think that, that probably stands the Grizzlies in, in good stead. One of the things that immediately jumped out was something that Tony Allen slipped into a question that I had asked him. And I asked Tony about, you know, kind of the difference so far in some of the communication aspects of it and some of the things that, that he's seen, the way that Fisdale approaches training camp versus, for example, the way Dave Yeager approached training camp. And you know, if you're a Grizzly fan, that, that two of the last three years, the Grizzlies really limped out of the, the gate. Training camp did not really go well. Preseason didn't really go that well. And so the regular season, they just weren't ready, including last year when they lost by 50 and 30 points you know, in the opening week. That's not a great start. So I asked Tony Allen 
kind of is there a difference? Does he notice anything different about what's happened so far in camp? And he, he answers that, but then he'll slip something in at the end that uh, a lot of people are very interested in slash alarmed by. I like the fact. I can, yeah, it's different. I can say that uh, you know, coach is, is vocal. He's he's letting guys know what he want out of them uh, instead of just you know drawing up a plan and just seeing what happens. He's actually each guy he's detailing and pulling them to the side and letting them know what they could do better in certain sets. So that right there is a plus. It's new for me. Uh, I actually ran point today, so <laughs> that was surprising. It was cool. Coach said I did good, so I want to try to build on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's one plan. That's one plan. Tony Allen running some point. Okay. Now, the reaction to this from some folks has been panic, total freak out to bemusement. I don't think this is any kind of serious solution. I don't think this is any kind of serious long-term kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, the the one thing that we've heard from, from David Fisdale about the older players is that he wants to bring out different facets of their games. He wants to experience, let them kind of experiment with new things and to kind of do different stuff with their game. So maybe this is one of those kinds of things, sort of helping to get buy-in from Tony Allen. You do look at the Grizzlies backup point guard situation. And you heard, if you listened to the podcast yesterday, you heard Kevin Leip of the Flyer talking a lot about, you know, how that's going to shake out. You've got Wade Baldwin, who I think is is, is the guy that, that the, the organization would like to come on quickly. That would solve a lot of problems if he has a really quick start and he's able to, to take those minutes and, and use them well and not make too many mistakes and not be too bad about it. You've got Andrew Harrison as well, who uh, I think is is a little is also an interesting guy, and potentially, if it all goes well, can can play those minutes too. Um, I don't know if that's that's quite as likely as Baldwin. You know, Harrison uh, certainly still shooting issues galore, and you know, decision making has not been overwhelmingly good even in D League and, and in summer league. So that if if that's kind of what you're what you're looking at in the back of point guard spot, somebody else is gonna have to do it. And, and Chandler Parsons is a guy that can handle the ball a little bit and make some passing and, and initiate some offense, but he's not healthy. So you're you're running out of guys. You know, Marcus Saul. He's probably your second or third best playmaker. I, I don't I don't I don't think point mark is a great idea. I mean, really, by process of elimination, you almost have to start considering Tony Allen at least to initiate a little offense. He would not be, I don't think, anything of, if if this even came to fruition. This is, FYI, long shot. I don't think you're going to really see this in any meaningful game. But even if it were to come to, to fruition somehow, I think it would be more of the, the, him initiating the set and then kind of getting out of the way. You've seen the Grizzlies run a lot of stuff historically where you know, Mike Conley starts things, but then he's mostly out of the way. He'll, he'll pass off to Marcus Hall at the high elbow, for example. He'll, he'll run through, and, and, and the set will, will go on. You know, Tony Allen could do something like that and be the nominal point guard. And maybe you have a matchup, too, that you like when you're putting you know, T.A. on 
let's say Russell Westbrook or somebody like that, then you know maybe it's easier and you avoid some of the cross-matching problems that you have if you switch guys off. Those are all plausible reasons why you would do that. I think those that have responded with, you know, <laughs> fire David Fisdale, <laughs> which I got a few of those when I tweeted that out earlier today. Um, I, that might that might be a little much, probably. I think tongue was firmly in cheek on all of those. But this is something we'll we'll keep an eye on as training camp goes on. And if none of the the young point guards start to assert themselves, I do I do think you have to you have to have a, an emergency plan. You got to have plan C or D or T in this case. Uh, so that's where we're at with training camp. I saw Deontay Davis out there shooting a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know that we are any further along progress-wise on his recovery. Chandler Parsons was still doing his conditioning. He had the you know all the the, the vest stuff that they use their sports science to to get the information that they need uh, for him. He you know nothing new to report uh, on either of those guys. Uh, so that's um, yeah I think that's probably going to be the case throughout training camp. Uh, you'd like to see, and I think it'd be ideal if you see Deontay Davis actually taking a, a more prominent role. I, I still have my doubts about Chandler Parsons being part of things. There's just not much indication that that they expect that he's even going to be there for, for, for opening night. We'll see. Maybe that'll change. I hope so. Um, but but as for now, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it. Uh, one of the other things that we saw today, in addition to training camp, was also the release of the Grizzlies promotional schedule. This is this is you know this is always fun. This is always one of the one of the great times to start planning out when is wrestling night. When am I going to have to go and freak out about wrestling night? By the way, that'll be March 18th against the Spurs. Excellent. Perfect. Calendar summarily circled and starred, well squared circled, really. You get it? That's right. Here's the calendar. Here's what they've got. I'm not going to do a 1 to 10 or anything like that. I'm just going to tell you, is this something you're going to want or not? October 26th, the opener, Timberwolves. You're going to be there anyway, right? You're going to be following it, certainly. If you're going to the game, I mean, if you got tickets, season tickets, you're there. Grind City t-shirt to the first 10,000 fans in attendance. Bam. Perfect. No problem. October 30th versus the Wizards. Uh, magnet schedule. An essential item to have on your fridge, and that goes to everybody in attendance. There's not a 5,000 or 10,000 or 15,000. If you are there, you want to watch the Wizards game, you're going to get yourself a magnet schedule. Crucial. Plop it on the fridge. Feel good about yourself. Uh, A few days later, against the Clippers, November 4th, a Grizzlies water bottle to the first 5,000 fans. Blue Cross Blue Shield. They want you to be healthy, guys. Drink more water. Yeah. A water bottle that's uh that's that's way down on the list boring now on my birthday november 19th you want to celebrate that in any number of different ways you can i accept all gifts and appreciate that very much uh, i'm not on the calendar for this sadly despite many many requests uh this is against the timberwolves incidentally very fun team to watch a lot of interest grizzlies get them twice in fedex forum within the first month. The giveaway on my birthday, November 19th, is a Grizzlies phone wallet presented by their new financial partner, Pinnacle Financial Partners. A phone wallet. 
Is that the deal where you do the case and then you get your money and the and the cards in the back? Mm, yeah. I'll wait and see. That's a, that's a wait and see right there. November 25th against the Heat. Ha ha. This is where it makes sense. Fizz glasses to the first 5,000 fans in attendance. If they are the actual glasses, that is a very expensive giveaway because David Fizdale wears some slick, slick eyewear. You kind of marvel at it up close. It's got a little wood grain to it almost, but it's, I, I don't know. They're, they, they look very stylish. Uh, if those are the actual glasses, man, I can't even imagine how much money that's costing Robert Para. My guess is it's going to be a little bit of a knockoff. Still good. And as a you know certified glasses wearer from way back, I've worn glasses since I was eight. Glasses giveaway, thumbs up there. December 3rd against the Lakers. Grizz Girls poster to the first 5,000 fans. A classic. It's adorned uh, many a wall in the Memphis area for years and years. Long may that tradition continue. December 20th. Against the Celtics, Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper goes to the first 5K in attendance. Now, on first glance, I have to tell you, this seems a little cheesy. Second glance, it still seems cheesy. Third glance, though, it's useful to an extent. It's nice to get some wrapping paper. Sometimes you forget. Now, I don't around my house because we got wrapping paper. My wife is hugely into Christmas, so we got wrapping paper for, for, for years. But you may not. Could come in handy. I, I don't I can't imagine you're going to a game specifically for that, but so be it. So far, we're 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 off to a little bit of a slow start. But I think once we kick into twenty seventeen, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get there. December twenty third versus the Rockets at Grind City basketball. I, I haven't seen that thing yet, so I don't know. Uh December twenty ninth against the Thunder Grizzlies rally flag to the first 10,000 fans in attendance presented by Fox Sports Southeast. Is it one of the ones that attaches to the car? Is it the flag that you wave in the stadium? Okay, but wait and see. Now let's turn the calendar. Let's go 2017, January 21st against the Houston Rockets. The Chandler Parsons yoga mat. Now we are getting into the inspired marketing tie-ins. The combinations, now we're getting somewhere. First 3,000 fans, by the way, so you better get there early. Chandler Parsons yoga mat. Will there be a picture of Chandler on it? Will Chandler be around to give you advice? Will he be playing? Will he be a glorified yoga instructor at this point? All important questions. Know this, I've never seen a yoga mat as a giveaway. It works beautifully for Parsons, given his devotion to it. I cannot wait to see what this thing looks like. Uh, I am a big believer in this one. This one goes way up on the, I don't have a rating, but it goes way up, up to the top. I should get a rating system, really. Let's give it five Mount Grismores out of five. That's great. February 6th against San Antonio, a National Civil Rights Museum pride scarf to the first 3,000 fans in attendance. Very nice. Haven't seen the scarf, but I suspect it's going to be very classy. And since it's only to the first 3,000 fans, that means it's probably a little pricey too. So uh, that's one of your little tip-offs. I like it. March 9th against the Clippers. Mike Conley socks the first 4,000 fans. Those 
I suspect they're going to be very, very nice. Works well. It's not quite as inspired as Chandler Parsons' yoga mat, but so be it. March 11th, two days later, you've got to stick around because it's the Mark Gasol grill set. (laughs) This one is a little bit of a stretch. Mark Gasol grill set? I mean, Mark, I presume, likes to grill. He likes to eat healthy. I'm sure he does his fair bit of grilling. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait and see. I haven't seen the pictures of this one either. If Mark's face is on it, then that has the potential to be very entertaining. If not, if it's just like kind of a, a case in one of those uh, relatively cheap grill sets that you get like at the, uh, at like the airport gift shop or like I think they sell the, they sold like one at Brookstone or one of those places. That that one. Could that one is could go all over the place. I could be very much in favor of it or or not so much. The next one, March eighteenth, the previously mentioned wrestling night. There's no doubt this one is 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 top notch. Zebo wrestling buddy to the first four thousand fans in attendance. Now I grew up in the era of the WWF when it was probably at its best. Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. The, the the Kings, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I could go on and on. Brett the Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, The Rockers. This is not a wrestling podcast. It could be if I keep going like this. So when I hear Wrestling Buddy, I had Wrestling Buddies. Wrestling Buddies, if you don't know, were little, small, uh, like they were probably a foot tall, little st- stuffed figures that were kind of like uh, stuffed like the size of like a big stuffed animal, but they were sort of cartoonish figures, and you you would you would pick them up and you would slam them. And I, I had a I had the Ted DiBiase one, and I had uh, Macho Man Randy Savage of Wrestling Buddies. I had the real Wrestling Buddies. I don't know where they are now. I would assume they've been thrown away a decade or more ago. Is this going to look like one of the Wrestling Buddies? If it's going to look like that, then this could be absolutely up in the pantheon of the Grizzlies belt, the the Grizzweight championship belt that has was one of the hottest items in the history of NBA promotions. Uh, last year's Luchador mask, sensational. My son was playing with uh, the Luchador mask today as we as we speak. Um, this has the potential to be right up at the very top of that list. That that could be that good to have a little cartoon Zebo and a little one-foot wrestling buddy. If it looks like that, I am so, so on board. March 31st versus Dallas, KFC game night. I would assume this involves uh, large amounts of chicken being given away, hopefully thrown. That'd be cool. Uh, Or dropped, perhaps. Giant buckets of chicken dropped on the crowd. That's what I'm... That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Firing... Wings from wing cannons, that little Grizz shooter cannon thing. Load that thing up with wings. Load that puppy up with, you know, little chicken fingers and fire that off into the crowd. Then I'm excited about KFC game night. The inside of that cannon would be very greasy, I would imagine. Might need some serious cleaning after that. But you do that, I'm on board. Otherwise, I don't know. I'm intrigued by the next one. April 7th against the Knicks, the Memphis Escape Rooms mystery game. 
Uh, hmm. Now, if they locked all the players from each team into a mystery room, into an escape room, and had them try to get out, I I, I like that. That, it, and we'd have to have some kind of camera, but there you go. Otherwise, I don't I don't I I don't know what that what that means exactly. The Memphis Escape Rooms mystery game. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. April 9th against Detroit, the Tony Allen Pepper Grinder. We are by God gonna this is this is on the nose, but it's it's probably gonna be pretty pretty cool looking. Tony Allen Pepper Grinder. Now I've talked to the folks down at FedEx Forum about my idea for a Tony Allen cell phone charger since he provides energy. You combine a Tony Allen bobblehead with a little USB charger. I think that's just a golden opportunity. So far, they're not on board with this. They'd prefer to have the pepper grinder. So be it. I like the cell phone charger idea better. Maybe next year. And then finally, April 12th against Dallas, a Grizzlies poster to all fans in attendance. That's fine. It's boring, but it's fine. You got to have a poster to put up on your wall when you're a kid. So thumbs up to that. That is giveaway slash game night slash promotions slash fun stuff schedule. What is your favorite? Am I doing a disservice to the water bottle? Probably. Is there one that you want to find out more about? I'm looking forward to it. I love these things. Uh, Wrestling night. Let me remind you again, March 18th. That's the one you really need to look out for. Uh, As always, thank you guys for joining me here on Locked on Grizzlies. You can now subscribe in iTunes officially. I saw that that we got all the syndication stuff taken care of. So that is good to go. Sign up iTunes. Uh, It's in all of your podcast programs. If you use a program, just search for Locked on Grizzlies. It is there. Uh, you can also get it on Audio Boom. That's where you, you'll see it on the web. There's lots of different ways to get it. I would love for you to do all of that. And please subscribe, 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 and, uh, and, and get those reviews as well. That would all really be helpful to us as we, uh, we get off the ground with this thing and try to make it as, as, as good as we possibly can. Also, if you are interested uh, in uh, being a part of it on an advertising scale, you want to promote your business, you want to be part of the Locked on Grizzlies family, get in touch with me. Uh, again, I mentioned uh, earlier how you can do that, but easy enough on Twitter, at Peter Edmiston, and uh, I would love to, uh, to hear from you on that. That'd be great. Uh, we, can, we can get going on that too. So, uh, as always, thanks for being a part of it. I appreciate you joining. I appreciate it even more if you could subscribe. And uh, we'll have lots more for you as the week continues. But for now, so long from this edition of Locked on Grizzlies. Locked on Grizzlies, your daily podcast on the Memphis Grizzlies. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.